is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Mix. Beyond the this is your host, Herman Hildo, aka Halu Halu. And I got my other co host with me. Say, what's up, Gary? What's up, everybody? It's your boy Cygnus from Pennsylvania. Yeah, say, say what's up, Corb. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hope everybody's doing great. Yeah, Corby from Peaceables in the house. How about you, Tim? What's up, bro? What up? From down south in the dirty. Let's do <laughs> it. Beard. <laughs> we got Sunrays on the line. Got my dudes here, my co-hosts. Yes. What's up? So this is this is episode twenty, and it is called "It's Your Turn," and rightfully so because uh, we got a we got a good conversation going on here, and uh, you know, and today is going to be inspired by staying inspired as a musician. So. You know, I, I want to get into that, but but first, a message from our sponsors. Beyond the Mix podcast <laughs> brought to you by Rooted Kingdom, where you think, create, live, and rule your kingdom. We are a music production company and an independent record label. Get your music mixed and mastered. Mixing starts as low as $40. Yes, I said $40 for mixing and mastering as low as $20. Yes, wow. $20. You heard that correct. Yes, good prices. Um. Okay, guys, so let's get into this convo about staying inspired, right? Um, you know, nowadays, you know, being a musician is, is you are basically everything. You, <laughs> you are your own promoter. You are your own creator. Um, you are your own administrator. You are your own secretary, you know, and we have... <laughs> All the hats. <laughs> it's true. All we the have hats. Many hats that, we have many hats that we have to wear as as being a, a musician, you know, uh, it, yep. it's even, even if you're assigned to a label like, like Gary, he's still his own promoter. He's still his own, you know, secretary. Yeah. We, we do a lot of things for him, but he, you know, it is everybody's job to get your music out there and to share it. And we share that through social medias and other avenues. Right. But, and, and, and as you know, and if you are just becoming a musician or you want to start a career in music, um, we just want to let you guys know the, the real, the real life as it is, because all four of us, um, on Beyond the Mix, um, uh, Beyond the Mix podcast, we, this is what we do for a living. We, you know, we do, <laughs> we do lots of things like music and oftentimes we get burnt out. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I get burnt out. Oh Lord. And yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know what I mean? And, oh, and yeah. it's, and it's tough. It's tough because, you know, this is just stuff we have to do. And, you know, not only are we, are we satisfying our creativeness, but we also have to compete against other artists. Yeah, that's that's a bad word, competing against other artists. So these guys on the podcast, yeah, they're they're my very, very good friends. I love these guys. I work with them daily. But yeah, in a sense We're rivals. in a sense I have to com- <laughs> I have to compete against them. You know what I mean? It's it, it, and I'm not I'm not trying to say I'm I'm gonna compete against you. It, it's bad, but what I am saying is that um, I have to get my own space and get my music out there, you know, as well as competing with Sunrays, you know, with um, how, with how uh, can Gary. you compete? <laughs> you, you how know, can you compete with and, that and, beard, man? <laughs> right, right. That beard you can't compete with that beard. Um, but you know. 
So what do you guys think about that statement? Like we all got to wear many hats and we're competing to fill our own space. What do you guys think about that? I agree. I've uh, yeah. I spent a lot of my musical career trying to help out everybody around me, help other artists, help independents, teach people you how do. to produce. And like, it, it's nice. It's karma points. It's cred. But like at the end of the day, I'm teaching my own rivals how to get listens. And like, meanwhile, I could right. be spending that time on promoting my own work, get my name out there. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. There's, there's got to be a space for you. And then there's got to be a space for helping others. Cause like, there's nothing wrong with helping others. You should always strive to do it, but never at the expense of yourself. And that's what I learned okay. was, uh, it can be mm-hmm. an expense to yourself really quickly. If you don't keep your eyes on it, trying to help out right. other people. I like I'm what sure. you said about your own space, because I don't think like when you say competing, I know you're not meaning musically because I don't think any two people are alike. And so right. to try to pitch yourself head to head against somebody is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Obviously we all know that because you guys, everyone has different vibes and different sounds and different styles and all that thing. Even if, even though they, everyone likes to put everybody in a box and a genre, you know, I agree. but I think you hit the nail on the head as far as space because you're trying to wade through the ocean of social media type stuff because that's basically where everyone gets everything nowadays, unfortunately, even their news, which is unfortunate. But yeah, yeah, man, you're trying to wade through through the mess and the pollution Mm -hmm. of just of of you know so much stuff, man. Right. And it's it's almost impossible, honestly. Right. You got to do a lot of work, man. There's a lot of people yeah. out there doing a lot of work. And basically it's one of those things where I think you have to have a couple different people doing it. Mm-hmm. You have to have a little bit of a team and then you have to yep. be, you have to be willing to do it every single day. Yeah. Nonstop. That's where right. I fail. Yeah. A couple people out there, uh, and I keep using them as an example, but, um, I think I have a really high regard for, um, uh, Trish uh, Jedin and her um, husband Jamie from Hyrie man because they're like they found a way to to like um, you know keep themselves supported and everything during this pandemic but they're on there every day doing all kinds of stuff they're doing they're writing songs with fans um, Nathan from Ayatera is doing the same thing and then Just Goody man that guy uh, he and his girl started doing um, their social media really big push and just doing live stuff just going taking a walk on the beach every morning and going live and talking to people and stuff like that i mean that it sounds like fun it looks like fun to people but i mean who wants to get up every single day and do the same thing you know what i mean it's the grind i mean it all it always yeah it eventually turns into work and just to continue to keep doing that and keep pushing is um is something i think is is great man right and hard to do for sure especially if you have other commitments you know what about you, Tim? What you, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of approach it myself as like I try not to think about competing like at this point with too many people because I feel like if I just keep doing my thing and working hard, it's going to work out. You know what I mean? Yes. So yes. I'm not going to let other people take up mind space at this point. Um, I mean, I try my best not to, you know what I mean? Nice, but Tim. Nice. I think that's, 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 that's difficult. That's difficult, you know, easy to say, right? Mm-hmm. But I think couple artists, you know, being an artist is very difficult for sure. There's a lot of things, a lot of hats to wear, but 
the least amount of stuff you can keep from blocking you and creating negativeness like competition does. You know what I mean? Right. So, so my thought is it's, it's my perspective to try to try to not worry about that stuff as much as I can or can, you know what I mean? Right. Well, that's, that's exactly kinda... you, you guys, man. Everybody gave a great answer. And that's exactly what, what I wanted to talk about is, you know, yeah, it, it can be a competition, but don't. Don't make it into a competition. Yeah. Right. E- even though you are trying to get your own space, whatever, enjoy the process. Well, the thing is, how do we do that? What can we do as musicians to keep mm-hmm. it fun? Because the moment it turns into work, you stop. You know, doing I mean, it. work is work. You just you get <laughs> yeah. burned out, and, and you know, I, I'm I'm guilty of it. I get burned out. You know, I we just got done doing taxes. You know, who likes to do taxes for yeah, business? I love I, it, bro. I don't love it. You know what I mean? That <laughs> that's that's draining, and this is why I love doing a podcast with you guys. Even though, yes, it's generally still about music, it is outside the realm of the everyday. Um, struggles of being a musician, the everyday grind of being a musician. I get to sit here and sit with my friends and talk about music, talk about the things that I love, you know, so make sure you guys are doing something like that, you know, whether it be going on a bike ride and listening to music, actually enjoying the creativity of your own music or somebody else's. Do not lose yourself. Do not lose who you are and why you decided to become a musician and to be in this great industry that is the music, you know, the music business. And, um, you know, exactly that. Don't make into a competition. Not, not try not to see it that way. Even though I think people have turned competition, like it's, it's become not a competition of music, but a competition of social media, you know, perfect of how this, how many likes, and we've talked about this in um, probably almost every podcast, but I think that's where a lot of the competition comes from. People are kind of lurking around and seeing, well, why is this person being successful? Why is this person, you know? And I think that's where it's, where you need to make sure that you don't get into some sort of competition. Like Tim said, man, just work hard, you know? But I think that also comes from my, um, lack of social media like in my life type thing right so i never looked at things like that i know it's kind of culture to kind of almost look like look and i just got lucky on that where i stopped for six years Mm -hmm. and didn't do any social media at all and didn't miss it didn't you know what i mean it wasn't so then when i got into it i'm not looking at it from that perspective is oh i got to get this many likes or this many views to have a good success i'm just having fun you know so so basically what you're saying is you took a step away from social media just to get that just to um get that breakaway get your mind right is is that what you're saying tim base well i guess it wasn't just that i just i really haven't been a big on that ever you know Mm -hmm. social media just for whatever reason i just haven't so it wasn't like it wasn't like i left this massive thing i just kind of flipped off my facebook was all i did i didn't even have instagram or anything like that Mm -hmm. so i flipped the facebook off and was just done with it and then uh and i i will tell everybody out there now if you're a musician you got to utilize what you got to utilize but yeah, for yeah. people man you don't it's not necessary i'm telling you i i never missed a thing i wasn't feeling lonely without it it wasn't <laughs> you will survive you will survive right. there is life outside of social media 
you'll, but, you'll feel um, healthier. But, <laughs> but saying that, though, I have enjoyed uh, sides of it from getting in the music spot and, and kind of keeping politics out of it and stuff like that. Right. I, I have kind of enjoyed the meeting some people and communicating. So I've, I've, I've liked that I got back for those reasons, you know. Well, that's the key for me, man. I, I got, I'm a really social person and I mm-hmm. like to interact with people. That's what keeps me motivated. I don't right. like to do stuff by myself. Mm-hmm. So the more I interact with people and kind of get ideas off people and see what other people do, that, that kind of spurs my creativity and, and interest, you know, when right. I, mm-hmm. when I don't do a lot of that stuff with people, when I'm in over this pandemic, haven't t- really done anything. It's sad. Um, well, I just get un- I just get unmotivated, and I don't I just don't come to the studio. Yeah. yeah, right. You know, um, I'm I'm kind of the opposite from from you, Corb. I, I know it appears that um I'm a social butterfly. I want to always be around <laughs> people. That is not exactly the case with me. Um, I I do enjoy people, but I like my alone time in my circle. You know, me- meaning yeah. circle, meaning my 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 little my little pride of um of my family. You know, pride referring to lions. You know how lions have like little prides. Well, same thing with, with me. I like my little circle that I have, and then my friends that are that are that I allow in my circle, like you guys. You know, mm-hmm. um. So for for me, and, and what helps me out is uh, um. I get very affixated on on things, and I don't know if I'm speaking for other musicians out there, but if you are that type of person, um, maybe I can shine some light on it. Um, I I get where I start focusing, like, okay, hey, so I shared my music, and my music just came out, and nobody's listening to it. Well, that will impact me emotionally. I hear that. Um, just because I I, I kind of measure that as my success as a musician, which is incorrect. I should not be doing that. But you know, mm-hmm. this is. Just I think person. everybody does that. You, you, you know, I mean, you want to you want to see some sort of, you know, yeah, you want to see something for all the hard work you put in. Right. It, you it, know it, exactly some sort that. of return. You know. But so, and what I'm getting at is that I need to have stuff outside of music. Like mm-hmm. this beyond the mix podcast, yeah, it's still music um relevant, which is fine for me, but I'm talking about I need other things like um Biking. like I didn't know if you guys I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm also a personal trainer. Uh, obviously, I'm not working at the moment because you know COVID happened and then my uh, my hospitals didn't happen. Um, but that is something that I really enjoyed. It was outside of music. I got to be in the gym. And if you guys know me, I love bodybuilding. I go to those bodybuilding expos. I compete. Um, and, and that's just the health fitness world is just something that I love. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like music. I, I, I love music. I, I Those are the things that I enjoy doing. You know, and going on a bike ride. I love doing those kind of things. You know, feeling free. And with what it is, it, it takes me out of the pressure of having to quote unquote work. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um Decompress. So and, and that's just the kind of things things that I enjoy. So what do you guys think about having having hobbies that are directly in your field of work like music? So for example, yeah. for example, you know, your 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 job is a musician, but one of your hobbies is making a playlist. Uh, for other music, like you're a playlist great, curator. Man. Do you do you think that's 
that's a, a a good thing to do? Is that a good side gig? Is that a, a good way to express yourself musically? What do you guys think? I've done quite a bit of that, and uh, mm-hmm. I personally like. I kind of find it to be more work for me. Like I'm not okay. a. I don't really sit around and like make playlists because I I'm not a gym person. You know, like I I do martial arts, but I don't like go to the gym and run, and like you have to have something to listen to. So like. I don't find myself like needing a playlist often. Like when I listen to music, it's very direct. It's like a specific song, and then I'm out because I got to move yeah. on, you know. Mm-hmm. So for Same me, thing. I found it to be more work. But if you're like a gym goer, I'd be making playlists all the time, you know. Okay. That's okay. just my thoughts. Yeah. But you, but yeah, you're saying anything like related to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, I mean, what about I mean, you, Corb? Are you? Yeah. Do you have hobbies that are music related, or do you have hobbies that are outside of music? Uh, well, I mean, I, th- I feel like I have a lot of hobbies. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this podcast is great, man. This, yeah, yeah, that's this true. is outside of the other thing. Plus, I have a obviously a full time job in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, Corby's a doctor. Then, <laughs> what's that? Doctor Corby. Corby's a doctor. <laughs> doctor no, Corby. No, no, no. <laughs> Not at all. But yeah, I, I mean, I think whatever whatever you enjoy, you should do regardless Ooh, of what like it is. It. There you know? it is. If your if your hobby is freaking rock collecting, man, I mean, whatever makes you happy. So it's whatever makes you happy, and, and I think it's important not to get burned out from what you love doing. That you decided, hey, I want my occupation to be in music. I think it's important to have something that you love, whether it's in music or outside of music, just something different. Correct? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Awesome, dude. What about you, Tim? What, 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 what's your hobbies, bro? Oh, man, I'm a, I've traditionally always been a pretty big sports guy myself, so it's, I play a lot of sports. I golf a lot. Nice. That's not a sport, nice. bro. I play tennis. <laughs> I mean, I Okay. Okay. No way, no. <laughs> so in fairness, okay, in, in fairness to this, I did grow up playing football, basketball, and baseball, okay? So I played those sports that are Real, unlike golf. All right. So. I just fact checked, and you never once were on the football team. I fact checked that on Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go but now I golf like an older man. You know, <laughs> we are old, bro. Yeah. That and I think anything, anything that anything that anything that can create balance, because it's all about that. Just like anything else, it's the people that get burned out. A lot of the times have that mindset like they have to learn something this fast and and it has to be learned it has to mm-hmm. and which is good because you're gonna you know but you do have to take breaks you gotta be able to maybe get your mind off that for a while per day yeah or you'll be done are you you know it's hard to go like that you know you know i really love that word you used tim you said balance you know work-life balance and you know that's that's important in fact that's where i'm at right now you know i i could feel my self um, you know, because you know, I'm running the business, I'm, I'm running, you know, the, of course, the podcast and and yeah. creating music. You know, it it, it gets taxes. it tends to be a lot, <laughs> especially during tax time, bro. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna step away for a little bit and actually just live in the moment. And this is something that I think that we need to remind all musicians is, you know. We chose this this career opportunity as musicians to be, you know, to be in the music some way, somehow, some form, right? Um, I, I think it's important, you know, that that we actually take time for ourselves, 
Absolutely. You know, you take time for yourself, no matter what it be. If even if it is just lay sitting back and, and playing music, hitting play, you know, listening to your vinyl collection, something like that. I just I I find it, I find it very um like it's like hitting that reset button. You know, stepping away from a little bit, which is part of the reason why I um I stepped away from social media. You know, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that. Um, it's not because I, I hate those apps. I, you know, they've they never suck. done anything bad to me. <laughs> but it, it's just that it's, you know, for my mindset, you know, I, you know, that is the part of the music side that I do not like doing. I do not like doing the promotion. So I just don't really do it as much. Um, you know, that seems to help me to reset, you know, living in the now. Because, it, you know, I, I read something the other day is there's no such thing as a past or future. You know, it, it's, it's just now, it's, uh, our past is just our past is just a memory. The, it's, it's not real. It's only real to us and to the person. And then the future hasn't even started yet. You know, like I literally don't know what we're going to talk about in this podcast. If it's going to be a good episode <laughs> or a bad episode, I have no idea. Sucks so you know, far. We're just living. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally just going moment by moment, and this is something. Even though, yes, I am 38 years old, I'll be 39 in October. Dang. Um, this is something that I'm still, still learning is to be in the now. And I, I think in my 38 years on this earth is something that I've missed out on so much from, you know, you know, moving from the islands to the States, which, which was a big deal for me. And then joining the military, which was a big deal for me, life, very life changing. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but my brother was killed in action in the military. So that was, you know, that is something that I still live in the past in my memories that still that still the cloth stays still has me, right? It still stays with me. So it's kind of like a domino effect. So I turn to music as as a form of 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 uh, releasing that depression, as a form of like feeling better about myself, right? Because most musicians, we all have some sort of you know, something that drives us to be creative, whether you grew up in, in a bad neighborhood or maybe you're 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 lonely or you have some something that's holding you down. So you use music as in as in uh, as like in in a way to release our those passion or comes from exactly. Pain. So. You know, I, I I tend to use music as a form of like releasing my depression and stuff like that. Um, but I also need a break from music, you know. But I find myself when I actually step away from all the nonsense that is the music business. When I mean nonsense, I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean it as in my definition of nonsense, right? So I step away from all the nonsense, the stuff that holds me down, and I just create music and that makes me feel good like i have all these music files that i started corb that i haven't even you know released it you know i'm sitting on a pile of just music because it's nice. something that i love doing you know what i mean you know and, I and, do and that. I don't, that's a good way to be <laughs> yeah you do. well you're also edm <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know and, and that's something guys that i think is important for our listeners, because those who are coming into music, you know, they're coming in at a time where it's and it's it, it appears to be compete, compete, compete 
I, I got to get my music out. I got to do this. I got timelines. Well, you know what? It is complete, completely okay to sit down and just do nothing but be happy for you and in the moment. You guys yeah, agree with that? Yeah, buddy, absolutely. Yeah, well, no matter what you do, even if – and I'll use football as an example because Tim brought it up. And I played football um, in high yeah. school and in the Marines, and uh, uh-huh. I miss it. I love it. I watch it. But uh, even the people that grow up and that's their dream and they're living their dream of playing football, they don't love every day of the aspect of it. You know what I mean? Right. Not everybody doesn't love to go to practice every day or go to film every day or go to meetings. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, no matter what you're doing in life, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's your dream and you're living your dream, you're, you're not going to want to do it every single day. That's just Very the way true. we're wired. That's true. Very true. You need breaks, man, from yeah. everything. Uh, like a like a change up, right? Like something different, like something to to stimulate your senses. Correct. You always have to stimulate your mind, dude. You have right. to. Or the people that don't, and I don't <clears throat> mean to say that I do all the time or anything like that, or put anybody down. But the people that don't stimulate their mind, I feel like, um, you know, don't don't do anything great. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, once you're dead, dude, what do you have in this world? You have your you have what you stood for, you know, what you did. You have your family, how you passed on your values or or yep. how you raised your kids to be good good people. You know what I mean? I like yeah. that for very good. Yeah, but you also have, like, everyone has, is going to have some sort of legacy, whether your legacy is you sat on the couch for 50 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. The way I feel music for me, like, this may sound stupid to people, but I feel like I have, uh, like, five songs on Spotify, right? So mm-hmm. the way I see it is I'm I'm immortal, dude. My my voice is immortal. It, yeah. It'll be there as long as streaming is there. Absolutely, it'll course. be there for someone to access. So if my kids, when I'm gone, want to hear my voice, they can. If my grandkids want to hear my voice, they can. If you know, Dope. a thousand well years from now, if it's still going on, you know, they can hear it. That's the way I feel about music. I, I feel like music is insanely powerful that way. I agree, man. Absolutely. Same here. That's as well said. Yeah, we can actually end the podcast now. He yeah, exactly. That. How do we <laughs> move on? From that? Can can somebody no, I mean, cue the know, ending music? Look at look at. I always use Bob Marley, man. But look what Bob Marley did, dude. Bob, yeah. I mean, look at Bob Marley. Not only do people know Bob Marley, and his history will never <laughs> die. His philosophy. Pe- what what I what irritates me about Bob about Bob Marley's the way the way everything proceeds around him is it's all about music, but that dude has to be one of the greatest philosophers of all time. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Just to you know what I mean, and not only that, but like he gave us um, I don't know how many kids that dude got. He got a lot of kids, man. But <laughs> his <laughs> values have in turn spread to his children. You know, Stephen Marley, Ziggy Marley, Damon Marley. You know, all them, and now they're also creating something that we can listen to and, and a vibe and something good and it's just it's continued like a like a like a perpetual motion you know what i mean and i think that's yeah. that's just insanely His legacy huge. is amazing dude it's almost like its own spiritual movement you know it's not a religion but yeah and he allowed his movement. children yeah and he allowed his children to have a voice yeah you know what i mean like without bob would you know maybe you know obviously if if he didn't do music and had you know, same kids. Like, would they be in music? I mean, I don't know. Would we have heard their messages? You know. So for me, that's that's insane, man. Just I, 
And I, I think, a, I think a good thing to take from him too, like for motivational purposes is like, I think he also showed that to do something significant or whatever, or just do something to, you know, make sure your family grows up well, you know, that you're, I know he always said like, my seeds won't beg for your bread type thing. Like yeah, it takes man. sacrifice. It takes sacrifice and it takes a lot of hard work and passion. Yeah. And that's for any artist, for any person. If you want to do something, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> you got to fight can, for it. Yeah, absolutely. Well said, Tim. And this, this doesn't have to just, you know, relate just to music. I mean, it can be anything, you know? Yeah. We need all oh, kinds yeah. of things out there, you know? Bridge builders, man, who pass on that knowledge to their kids and stuff. I mean, you know, I can't build a house. I just buy it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, we need all that stuff in every aspect of our life. No doubt. You know, I'm really glad we're actually talking about this, guys, just because, you know, I, I, I seen a lot of, especially the younger generation, you know, they'll, you know, they'll pick up an instrument and then it's just, they, they go really hardcore on it, practice, 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 and then just get burnt out. And then we could have, we could have had somebody great, you know what I mean? Cause I've heard awesome music. Yeah. Like I, I, I know this younger kid, he plays in a band, well, he doesn't play as much anymore because he just got burned out and i'm like you gotta do something outside outside of 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 whatever it is that you're doing you know to get your thought reset and and to get back to be a hundred percent in what you're doing you know it is completely okay and honestly sometimes they don't need sometimes they don't even think about that they don't think about hey let me just step away and and do something else it is completely okay to do that. And I just want to put that out there. Like, even if you don't release music for six months or for a year, oh, or you don't even work on music, just like what Tim said, he stepped away from social media for six years. That is completely okay. You got a long life, people. It's a long life. Yes, exactly. Time to people it. only, yeah, <clears throat> people uh-huh. only see the glamorous side of music. You know, they see the documentaries of mm-hmm. uh, Guns N' Roses or... Whatever, man. The you know, days. and they're over there just just going crazy, partying, and it's not and like it that looks anymore. like they're having a great time. Right. Well, I mean, they don't see what led up to that. I, for example, you know, well, I mean, I don't tour, so I don't want to make it come off like I do. But I, I have friends that have been in that life for a long time, and it is not an easy life, dude. Yeah, it's not that glamorous. I mean, on stage is is great, man. But right. then you know, they're 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 you know six seven hours prior to the show unloading their gear setting up yeah doing a doing a um a rehearsal type of thing sound check you know then trying to get some sleep in trying to get something to eat or whatever sometimes they're going show to show without showers or trying to shower at the venues you know what i mean i just saw a post from simple creation today and um the post was you know i missed this i can't remember um if it was travis or or Zach, but they said, um, you know, I missed this, but it was a picture of a, of just a van and, oh, you know, yeah. somebody's driving the van and everybody's yeah. sleeping in the van. I mean, imagine your sleep every day for 30 days is in a van. Right. Yeah. I mean, with, with that's why guys. people give up, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, you know, that's something they'll, they'll remember for the rest of their lives and it's going to shape them as who they are. But man, every you know, people go to the show and they see them, people play and they're like, wow, you know, that was awesome. And they must have the life. And then. They don't see them unpack, you know, tearing everything down, packing up their stuff, jumping in the van that night and then driving, you know, six, seven hours to wherever they are, getting a couple hours of sleep and doing it all over again, you know? Right. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a... It can be a hard life, man. 
I can't. It's a tough balance as an artist to know what what the right. There's no sheet out there that says this is how you don't burn out or this is how this. Right. There's it, we're all just kind of figuring it out. So I mean, it's, <laughs> it's very true. There, there's so no true, rule man. book. <laughs> there's no so, employee handbook. <laughs> so you think of people who make it somewhere or who are selling out stadiums. Are they the most talented person in the room? No, but they maybe were ones that were able to figure out it works, how to yeah. handle it, meant how to handle it mentally, or or just a good balance. Who knows? You know, whatever. Oh, dude, it is. that's a good. Yeah, that's good, man. Because even the people selling at the stadiums who don't have to pack and unpack their gear, yeah, and uh, do all that stuff when they just show up, they're still they're still going place to place, jumping in planes and. You see them all the time having mental breakdowns, and it's unfortunate right. because you see it like you you know they it's public mental breakdowns, man. Right. And that's yeah. that's what sucks, dude. You don't see the the work up to it, you know. I I don't have any experience on, on touring or, or doing shows like that, but I, I I did I do shows as in bodybuilding, and you know you know people will see my stage photos and be like, oh, I'm gonna do that too, and then I'm like, oh yeah, cool, cool, Let, let's do it together, and then as soon as we start. You know, not even not even halfway into it. You know, it's a long journey. You know, people give up. <laughs> you don't see the you the don't break. see the prep time, the the discipline. <laughs> you know, and, and this works both ways. You know, in bodybuilding and and the music, is you know there's that prep time. You know, the to get on the stage and once everything is done, you know you actually look back. I remember looking back like, man, you know I'm on stage. Was that whole eight months of prep actually worth it? You know, oh, just because bro, the, yeah, the yeah. pain we went. through. You, I you watched me you going through that, right, Corb? I watched Herm for about a year, man, and uh, bro, your your entire existence was exercise and diet. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy was working ten hour shifts. He was coming before the shift, going to the gym. All he was eating was like white fish and broccoli with oh. mustard on it. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember <laughs> that? <laughs> remember, Corb? You're like, can uh, I try that? I'm like, yeah, sure. You're and like, then he's this like, is horrible. Oh, you know, for me, man. dude, I'm a, I'm. A, I'm a fat guy, so I'm like, yeah, man, I get to eat. And this fool was like, oh man, I have to eat, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I got to go eat. Like every two hours, joy, and then it I was just the only joys. Watching life. this dude, <laughs> yeah, watching this dude eat was like watching somebody at the dentist, bro, or getting oh. a colonoscopy. It was just, <laughs> oh man, was just, but, I like to yo, eat. Though, that makes me sad, <laughs> bro. But but the results, though, man, the end results. Right. I mean. Dude, it was, you know, the end results were, were from the hard work, dude. Yeah. Right. It's just like anything, anything else, it, any, it, you have to be dedicated and one, it is going to be work to get to end goals, you know? Right. So, dude, you look miserable, bro. I would never. You looked absolutely right. miserable. I would never. I mean, you, you were, you were always happy cause you're just a happy dude, but you know. That didn't look fun. <laughs> no. But, you know, and, and I think this is where I'm trying to get at is, you know, you have to do the dedication right. That took me eight months to get on stage. Finally, that dedication. Same thing with, with the music career. You just you got to keep pushing and pushing, and pushing. But when do we say or when do we know that it's time to step back and step away? Well, let, let me use this real quick, though, Herman. I don't mean to interrupt anybody, no, but no, you no. remember... I'm sure you obviously you remember because you it was you that did it, but you were supposed to go at an earlier show, and oh, your coach was like, no "You're one. not ready." Yeah, yeah, the coach said you're not ready, so you actually had to extend your training for like I get, I don't know if it was a month or two months or three months, oh. and then you had to really go like a lot harder on your diet. Yeah. You were literally eating. 
This dude was literally eating white fish for five meals a day. Yeah. Just this, like white God. fish and broccoli. That's that, it. Five that meals a day. broke me, dude. When, when it my broke coach, you. <laughs> my coach told me, he goes, hey, you're not ready to compete. Like, so I was on a team um, called Lifestyle Supplements and, and uh, Built Physiques. That was the team I was on. Um, and, and, and we have to go, we have to go to practice, which is on Sundays. We go to the store, we, we practice our poses, whatever. And I was about four weeks out from the Fresno show. And he, I remember, I remember, dude, he grabbed the back of my, um, it was like my back fat where, where the hips would be. He grabbed it. He's like, you're not ready. I'm like, oh, dude, my heart broke. He goes, we're going to do San Jose. San Jose was like, I believe it was like four to six months out and i was like mm. oh my goodness four to six months more i wanted to give up but you know what my I, point I, I, is yeah you didn't give up dude i didn't give up you you fit you had a setback even with even with your dedication to that was impeccable you you didn't cheat dude you this dude's cheat was he added like an extra little scoop of peanut butter in his protein <laughs> shake that was it <laughs> you know there yeah. was no like cheating like he did not waver from anything. You were completely dedicated and you still had a setback. You know what I mean? Crazy and you did everything level, right. Crazy level of discipline. But you still, you know, but you didn't give up. Yeah. Right. But, you know, I think, I think the, it's, oh, it's good that we're so focused on our job. We're so focused on our goal. You know, it is okay to step away from it. You know, stay in line with it, of course. You know, stay in line with it. Don't forget your goals. But it's completely okay to to go do something else, to put it down. It's like oh, yeah. reading a good book. You you can put down that good book and pick up another one. You know, there's only so much content that we could do. You need to stimulate your, you know, your mind, like as Corby said. Stimulate your mind and, and continue to grow. Like for me, I love doing these podcasts. You know, these podcasts, you know, keeps me in the music business, right? Because I get so inspired by sitting with uh, the other hosts and just talking to you guys about music. That is something that I really, really enjoy. And thus, I'm inspired the next day to create music. Just because, you know, most of the days, it's filled with just mixing and mastering someone else's music. Yeah. You know, can you imagine listening to, like, uh, someone else's music day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out? It's like Groundhog's Day for me sometimes. So. <laughs> and it's just like, I want something different. You know, somebody <laughs> please send me a classical piece so I don't have to listen to to hip hop EDM or sometimes sometimes I even get I'm I'm done with reggae you know I, I know you guys are cringing at that Bob Marley's probably looking at me he's like hey you know <laughs> no, man I, I get done with reggae dude yeah you I know, get burnt even, out from it we even talk mm -hmm. about that too Corb we talk about yeah. hey let's make ska music let's do this and you know let's let's put a a, a a twist on it you know and that's very helpful too is you don't have to stay within your genre. You guys explore your explore your music opportunities. If you feel like creating a hip hop beat and adding a reggae skank to it, do it. <laughs> you know, no it is completely okay. It is completely okay no to way. go out of your genre. Don't don't put yourself in a box. Don't put your creativity in a box. You know, I mean, that might be your thing. And if you can do it, you know, good for you. Do what you're doing. Continue going forward. You know, but if you find yourself stressed out, it is completely okay to step back and take a break. Yeah. I'm a firm believer Absolutely. that your spirit will tell you what's good for you. If, if you start to Ooh. feel 
if you start to feel like sick or tired or you don't want to wake up in the day and do that thing, it's time to do something else for a little while. Dude, you hit True. the nail on the head, man. Nail that's why I quit head. the that's nice why guy. I quit the, the the police job, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I dude, waking up every morning was was I can't even tell you how it was. It was bad, horrible. Bad for your yeah. spirit, dude. And bad for uh, Yeah, your and my spirit was telling me that for a long time. Health. Spirit yep. and body. That's right. Sorry, Gable, I've been, Gary. I've been, I, I've no. been uh, back to doing my. Drop Reiki that Buddha on us, bro. Yeah, I've been doing Reiki <laughs> a lot for people recently, and I'm kind of getting back into some higher vibes here. I'm very like spiritually uh, on. Nice right now, which is nice. pretty cool. Hey, it's Gary. So while. not everybody knows what Reiki is. Can you go ahead and explain what it is, okay. and and tell tell our community Absolutely. what exactly do you do, and, and and the the certificates you hold. Okay. So Reiki is, um, uh, how do I explain it in layman's terms? It's a Japanese energy healing system that works off the body's natural energy system. It works off basically the magnetics of your own body. Like you ever, um, if you've ever felt somebody, they, they're not touching the back of your head, but they're right above it and like your hair stands right. up, that's basically the same thing I'm talking about. It's like kinetic energy around your body. And um, mm-hmm. Reiki is a system where you utilize that energy in your own person to access the other person's energy, and it just makes their body heal. Uh, now, there are very degrees of it, and that, that might sound a little hokey because I'm not explaining it too well, but basically it's magnetics um, mm-hmm. to take it away from like a magical, spiritual hokiness. It's bodies bioelectrics so what i do i have three degrees i'm a reiki master which means i can teach and attune other people to reiki um the training basically taught me how to access and utilize that energy in a safe way to make the other person's immune system kick into action basically that's the gist of it nice nice and, uh, I actually went to see a, a Reiki master before too. Like I don't know if you remember Core, but I used to, um, you know, I used to fight. And I don't know if you remember Core, but I I hurt my hand and I I couldn't even turn my keys. Oh they, yeah, I do remember that. You had to put it on your other side. Yeah, so I had to put my keys on the side. Just I couldn't use my hand. I I forgot what I did. I I, I don't remember if it if if I I punched the guy wrong or, or or something. But um the the Reiki master, he um he put his hand on on like he hovered over my hand and I feel great afterwards. I mean, granted it was still injured obviously, but um I could sense uh uh I can sense the energy like the heat coming from his hand and you know perhaps it was just my own mind healing me but if that's if that's what it takes to believe it like the placebo effect you know hey I, I'm I'm all for real, it very strong yeah you know, the energy sure. of your own mind and your belief to be able yeah. to heal is the most important thing um reiki is all about intention from not only the practitioner, but also from the person getting healed at the moment. Like when they're on their table, or even I do distance healing where I'll, I can heal you from wherever you are in the world. I don't have to be physically there. But um, whenever you're doing a healing like that for somebody, it's always going to be different and it's always going to be tailored to them. But if they're, they're like, this is not a thing, blah, 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 they're only impeding their own process to heal. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, you got to go into it with an open mind. 
Um, I, That's awesome, man. I, I've been thinking about maybe making a website and making this available to the public, seeing as like we're talking about it now, like just a side gig. Um, but if, if I'm going to do that, I should say on here that um, Reiki should never take the place of actual medical assistance. If you, you uh, have some kind of emergency, go to a doctor. But Reiki um, can absolutely help you if you've got like some kind of chronic health problem or it's good for emotional trauma and stress, things like that, or just good for the spirit. You know, this, this, um, I wanted to talk about this for a reason. And, you know, our listeners probably think about, okay, well, this is supposed to be a music podcast. Well, yes, but we're, we're, music is also supposed to be healing. And since we're on the topic of, you know, um, we're on the top, topic of staying inspired, I, I meditate every morning. Me too. Dude. You know, and, and I think meditation is, is, you know, don't look at it as you're sitting, you know, sitting cross-legged on the floor and humming hum. But think of it as your time, your time to reflect. Positive right? thoughts, you know, man. You know, put on music in the, in the background, you know, close your eyes, turn the lights off, whatever. If you're listening to this podcast right now in a gym and you've been zoning everything else out around you for the last 40 minutes, you're meditating, bro. Ooh, there it is. Boom. There it is. You, if you're you, playing you're a video game and you're not paying attention to it, and all of a sudden you're doing really good wrecking dudes like I am right now because I'm doing a podcast, <laughs> then <laughs> you're meditating, bro. There, a meditation that's, that's just it. means focus. It doesn't mean like yeah. right. Zen hand positions and mantras and all of that's just tools. But really, it just means focus. And it's a great way to reset yourself. You know, take Absolutely. time for you. And that's exactly what, what we're trying to get at is take time for you, whether it be pick up your guitar and hit and hit a few hit a hit a few bars, you know, run run a few little notes, you know, whatever it is you wanna do, practice your riffs. Go learn Something kung like fu. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go learn kung fu hey guys, or uh, another so, language. You know? So I have a I have a game that I want to play with you guys, right? I have a game that Good I want to play with you guys. I know oh, you guys God. don't like it, but I like doing it to you guys because you hey. guys never know what we're gonna come up with, what we're gonna do. So we're gonna do it, and basically this is how it goes. I'm gonna assign you guys each a word, and you have to use that word for you know the the rest of this podcast. You got to use it at least one time. So by the time this podcast ends, you have to have said the word oh, in a sentence Lord. that makes sense. Okay, so for example, if the word is, um, if the word is banana boat, you gotta, you gotta, as we're talking, you gotta say the word banana boat. Like, oh yeah, I remember my boy Herm, he came from the islands in a banana boat. <laughs> you know, you gotta, it's gotta make sense, which is true. <laughs> so, banana all right, boat. Corb. <laughs> hey, let's start with Corb. Corby, since you are in the medical field, you are a healthcare professional, your word to use is antiseptic. So you got to use the word antiseptic by the close of this uh, podcast episode. And, and uh, Gary, since you like cats, oh, your Lord. word is going to be, <laughs> your word is going to be allurophobe, which means extreme fear of cats. Oh, what is it? Allurophobe? <laughs> Allurophobe. <laughs> and Tim, are you ready, Tim? Tim, here I'm is ready, yours. Yours is sofunsify. <laughs> which means to yes. which means to quench one's hunger. <laughs> so so right. Corby, you have antiseptic. Say it one more time. Uh Tim, you have sofunsify. 
It Sefensify? is Sefensify. You better write uh, that Sefensify. down, Tim. Yeah. What's What's it mean? What's it mean again? <laughs> <laughs> to quench, to quench one's hunger. I it is a. I believe it's a Canadian word. Yeah, it's a S U F F O N S I F Y. Now all of our listeners are hitting the dictionary trying to figure out how they're how you're. What does this mean? And uh, uh Gary, you have allurophobe. Uh, Corby, you have antiseptic, which you should know what antiseptic is, right, bro? No, nah, what is that? You had better quit <laughs> <laughs> <immediately>. <laughs> So, and then my word, my word is going to be supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That's not a so, word, Herman. That's a compound it, gibberish bro, okay. structure. Okay, listen, <laughs> Mr. Dictionary, bro. We don't follow the rules on Beyond you the Mix podcast. The you know that. for this game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Allorify. So now we're going to play another game. We're going to play the two words. We're going to have the two words game. <laughs> the two words. And the two words is this. It's called, it is alternate personality. You go first. Alternate personality. You go first, oh. Gary. What does that mean to you? Alternate personality to me is... Yes. Uh, it, it has too much to say for two words, honestly. Alternate personality mm-hmm. is that expression of yourself. To you? It's that okay. expression of okay. yourself that uh, you can't put into words. It comes out of its own and acts okay. of its own. I like it. Tim, what about you, bro? What's, what's alternate personality? I, I would agree with, with Gary. It's just kind of what you do when you're not thinking. Or I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I don't even <laughs> well, know where to go with it. Let, let, let's ask the wordologist here. Uh, Corby, uh, you word have medical training. Ologist. <laughs> <laughs> what does alternate personality mean? When I hear that, man, I, I think I think everybody has an alternate personality. Agreed. You know, like right. when you're at work, like when we were at work, man, at, in the prison, we, right. that's not who I was. No. That's who I was playing to be, and that's why I was miserable, you know? And even musicians do it. They have their online personality, and they have their real personality. So I think yeah. when you when you say that word to me, I think of it as a normal societal type of thing you know people are often afraid to be themselves so they're uh, they are what they think you want them to be so that's True. when i hear that that's what i think same so that's what i wish i could have said that's what right. I I <laughs> see so i told you with, coming from the healthcare guy the, so you know they have the, they have uh, a hard Jungian school principle here the Jungian principle of <laughs> the super ego and the id anybody the anybody id. The in. Anybody? <laughs> well, the alternate personality. Uh, I'm gonna. Anybody I'm gonna ask Zeno you guys beers? a question. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you guys a question, and you guys answer it who it is. And specifically, one person is gonna exactly know where I'm going with this. Okay. Who is T Bone? T Bone. I don't know, bro. That's a steak to me. Tim, who's T Bone? <laughs> T Bone's my buddy. <laughs> Is, is that, is your, that alternate? your alternate personality? T-Bones who sends the files to her. <laughs> so every time <laughs> I get you? the file, he sends the file under T-Bone. I'm like, bro, who what is, is that? T-Bone? He's like my alternate personality. <laughs> nice. So what? I ain't okay. got time for files. I, got time. <laughs> I, I love it because I already know which was his. <laughs> He, oh my god. He sends me his files. It's called T Bone. And I just start laughing each and every time. Just because, you know, Tim's a reggae guy. He he appears to be it's uh, his rapper name, bro. You know, 
on the chill side, you know, chill side, all of a sudden he gives me a father says T-bone. I'm like, the teal side. <laughs> He's on the teal side. What you trying to say, oh. Herman? What you trying to no, say? <laughs> Gary, do white. you have an alternate personality name? <laughs> yeah. I, oh, man. I, I call him Shadow. I've had Shadow Ooh. since I was young, man. Shadow is the bad Gary. Not to have something to blame on, but, like, the other person is literally another freaking person. Like, his actions. Shadow is not allowed to be on the podcast. No, Shadow is not allowed on the freaking podcast. Shadow Shadow is not allowed on the podcast. Crap, man. That's why I do the Reiki and the meditation. I've been containing this beast my whole life. Will you give me an example of what Shadow did and how he has came to flight? Without... Well, Shadow got arrested back in the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was this. You want to get into it. that do one? Let's do it, Gary. All right, so I do. I want to get. That, let's uh... get into it. All right. So this is a long story. Uh, if you guys Google me, you're going to find that I was in jail. Obviously, the guys yes. want me to tell that story since I've already mentioned it. Everybody's so, been in jail, uh... bro. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's been arrested, man. Yeah, right. Um, your your boy Gary yeah. here, your boy Cygnus, did a breaking and entering years Ooh. ago. 10, 11, 12 years ago. I was, was you looking asshole. for that crack, bro? That's what everybody <laughs> thought, man. I was an asshole. But now here's, my, here's the full story, though. And this is going to make y'all sad. You're going to be like, oh, we're picking on Gary. This is going to make y'all sad as shit. So here's, oh, boy. here's what it is. Um, my brother, Jeremy... He passed away. Um, he was, at that moment, passing away in front of my eyes from cancer. Like, I was watching him mm. wither. And he was only 33. He was 32 when it started. By the end of 33, he almost looked like an old man, you know? And he looked like me. Yeah. He was handsome. He was vibrant. He, he was the man. <laughs> Sucked. You're not <laughs> handsome, bro. Thank you, man. <laughs> You're not vibrant. Not to toot my own You're not vibrant at all, bro. I, I, I think I'm pretty... but like he was a good looking guy and he was suddenly a skeleton you know and um long story short he was living with me and we were losing our place because i was you know a little bit of a degenerate but i was also a child i was only no 26 and i had a freaking apartment so like you know i wasn't ready for that crap you know so um He's living with me, and he's on machines to keep him going, you know? Defibrillators mm-hmm. and all these different things. So we find out we're losing our electricity. We lost our food stamps. We're running out of rent. Everybody's about to be on the street. And if he doesn't have these machines, he's probably going to pass right there. So, of course, I'm like, whatever it takes, let's do it. So we tried every avenue. We sold items. We all got side jobs you know what i mean we tried everything no conventional method was gonna pull it all together in time we were losing it so some idiot kid i knew i'm not gonna name his name but this freaking idiot kid i knew was like i knew exactly what to do bro follow me we're gonna go to my ex-girlfriend's house she's got my guitar my big screen tv my ps4 all of these items are mine and we are going to go and get them the legal method of knocking on her door and asking for my items. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't say it that way, but that's what we're all like, okay, let's go to this girl's house and get your crap and get the electricity. 
So we go to this house, and this idiot boy whips a freaking hammer out of his back pocket, and he cracks the window to the basement. Oh, boy. I'm like, oh, (laughs) we just beat, and we definitely are about to eat. You know what I mean? And like, at this point, like, I, I had never done anything really criminal, anything federal, anything that was... You know what I mean? Like nothing like that had I ever done. I was um I'm I'm a bad boy. I'm not a freaking criminal. You know what I mean? So yeah. This kid looks at me after having broken the window and this dog next door he he knows. He's caught us. He's on our six. He's barking. He's going off and we can see his freaking master has the phone in his hand already. Here we didn't know this guy was uh an ex-cop. The dog was an ex-cop. Oh you know what I mean? The oh dog boy. used to be a drug-sniffing dog for 20 years, retired with a retired cop, and we're beat. Like, they are already on their way. But this kid looks at me with the hammer, and, you know, I'm terrified now. I know I'm going to jail, but I, I'm like my brother, you know? I'm at least going to get the money and send them the freak home with the money so they can, you know what I mean? Doing whatever I can. Right. And he looks at me with this hammer and goes, I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. I'm like, dude, you already done did it. You broke the freaking window. We have, <laughs> we have bead. It's time to e, my guy. You know. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I can't do it. And he literally collapses on the ground and starts crying. I'm like, oh boy, no, the heck? It's up to me. I gotta. I I literally have to do this now. So, sure, sure enough, I pop right through that window and I. Uh, there was like some glass and I hit my hand on the glass and uh, it like broke my stride. It was a basement window. So it was like a good 10 foot drop or something to concrete, you know? So my hand slips off the glass and I fall straight to my face and knock myself out. So I, I wake up like eight oh, minutes later. You sure, bro. you sure this wasn't Home Alone, bro? Is yeah, it, is this it? sounds like Home Alone, doesn't it? I wake up on the floor a couple minutes later, shaking it off like a dog, and there's this dog upstairs going off. So I try to go up the stairs to open the door to like get done what was there to get done, get his freaking PlayStation and bass and roll out, you know, or his guitar. And uh, there's a dog as soon as I open the door. Big mean dog so i went and turned and went back out the freaking window and they're both crying i'm not gonna say who else is with me because i don't want her involved but i had someone else with me and she's uh she's crying and he's crying and i'm like oh my god we are so freaking beat i didn't get anything you guys are useless cops are coming dogs are going off so we run because we're kids. We run. And uh, we made it like two and a half blocks. Like, well, actually, I made it about two and a half blocks. The others got caught at like a block and a half back. And like, I looked back and it was too late and I kept going. I made it out a little bit. And somehow they got away from their cops and like regrouped with me. Uh, and freaking uh, we're behind this house, hiding behind the house like, ah. Oh, they don't see us, bro. And we look out, and there's like a million cops. And they're like, come out with your freaking hands up. We uh, see you, you know? <laughs> and we mm-hmm. came out, and we were in jail within an hour 
They didn't give us no due process or nothing, dude. They took us. Ooh wee. They took us to the freaking uh the local police station. They went bop 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 with some paperwork. We were we went up the street to their friend the judge. Their friend the judge talked to them about his fishing trip, and then you got arraigned right there, yeah, huh? Uh, we got arraigned right oh, there. Oh man, arraigned right there. My public defender was like, "You're going to jail, bro." They both ratted on you. <laughs> Here it turns out, oh my I, I saw their statements two years later. Nobody did, but every oh. cop in that place told me that they said I was the ringleader. I was the mastermind. I was older than everyone by about four years. So, like, mm -hmm. boom, I was the leader of the group. Even though I am always the leader of the group, like, I didn't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. And, uh, that was a shadow situation, bro. I guess you know, that's, that's not crazy. really a shadow situation because I was in control of that. But you wanted me to tell that story. <laughs> I know y'all wanted Honestly, me to tell dude, that story. Yeah, the silver lining is is that you found out really early that you're the worst criminal on the planet. Dude, yes. the worst. <laughs> All God. three of you are the worst criminals on the planet. Ever, bro. Well, Gar Gary's had a hard life, right? Bonk on the head. <laughs> and like, Knocked yourself out, map, bro. bro. I drew a map. <laughs> well, Gary, you 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 have a hard life, bro. Yeah, like man. you 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 rags to just still struggling. Yeah. I mean, you you watch your like brother to say rags die. To riches, but it's not like that. <laughs> yeah, right. I watched him. But it's like your life yet, was dude. more harder. Was more hotter than to spell the word supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Done. god! <laughs> Done. Done. Oh, hey, though, what I want to no, I, I have a serious out. question. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I do have a serious question though. What's that? So, um, like when you went through the window, right? Like you, <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> yeah, like okay. So when you were when you were all done with it. Did you apply antiseptic to your hand? Oh! Oh! Oh, oh he did it! Oh, That's what God. I really want to know. Nah, bro. Those allurophobic <laughs> freaks left this cabinet. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! Tim? I'll tell you, that story suffusified my appetite for it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> ding, 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 ding! Dang! Ooh-wee! Good job, guys! Oh, that man. was phenomenal. Oh, I knew Gary could open that door freaks. for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was amazing, guys. That was uh, that was amazing. True story, guys. I feel a little uh after telling it, but now y'all <laughs> no, know. It's a good story, man. It's Wait, good I, that people know who we really are, man. If you you're know, gonna like Google me, you're gonna be like, he did what? <laughs> ain't no big deal man nah. i got in a fight at a bar and got arrested back in like i don't know yeah long time Damn, you're, ago you're a criminal too corp yeah i gotta get off this podcast guys i'll see you later dude that that's <laughs> that no that stuff followed me bro like it was like 20 years and uh when i i went through i went through the whole school for respiratory therapy and it came time to get my respiratory therapy license and they were like ooh, ooh yeah yeah ooh, bro what, that what shit, happened that's here that's sticks. and i was like what do you mean what happened here dude that was like 20 something years ago and they're like, yeah, we're going to have to need more information. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa what are you talking about? That's why I heck? never make more you than $12 an hour because I went to jail 10 years ago for some stupid crap. No matter what yeah, I It'll do, go away, man. Get it expunged. Like, oh, you make 12 You should uh, be really happy. All right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, all right. You make 12 buddy. <laughs> womp womp.
Dang. That was <laughs> that got intense. I really, I really like the direction that this podcast is going. Dark, only because you know it's good not to always we're do showing, the same thing. Showing the truth, though, we're showing them who we really are, and I think that's an important to let the fans know, to let the listeners know, is we're human beings too. Well, you I know? mean, who well, who I everybody really is is every everybody makes mistakes, man. It doesn't yeah. one mistake doesn't define who you are as no, a person. No, absolutely not. And one success doesn't as well. You know what I mean? It's a it's a lifetime full of of who you are and how you treat people in my opinion. Exactly. So, I mean, that doesn't none of that matters, man. It, now. It's what you do now that that matters. Yeah. It's you know, it's are you who you are? You know, at least Gary can say, "Hey, this is me. This is who I am. You like it, you take it or leave it." You know, I think all of us are the same way. If you know, you it took me a while to, to get like that. Now you know why I'm you all know? my anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> all right. But I really we, do want to know who T-Bone is. I feel like there's a story there. Who T-Bone, where did, when did T-Bone I feel like come he's alive? Like, yeah, T-Bone I feel like he's like that dude from, man, from the, the movie The Other Guys, like Gator. You know, and how did he was a, <laughs> he was a Gator, pimp? Gator, <laughs> Gator, Gator from the other guys. Yeah, like I feel like Tim was a pimp back in the day. Dude, Tim, <laughs> were you a pimp back in the day, bro? What's the definition of a pimp? <laughs> 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 what kind of definition are we talking here? Like, maybe. So, Not so like was T Bone ever in a gang? No, no. <laughs> what did what did T? How did T Bone come alive? No, they're you know T Bone. T Bone just does his thing, man. Dang. I don't know, man. I don't really know. He just does. His <laughs> he just thing lives he life wants. on the edge and just tags files. It's supposed to say episode twenty podcast goes T Bone's file. <laughs> Yo, do we have to do we have to tag Fifty Cent since I just did that line in the background? <laughs> Uh, I don't even know what that is, bro. He's a P-I-M-P, bro. There he goes. I like T-Bone. I think T-Bone is awesome. Does does T-Bone have his own voice? Can you bring T-Bone to the show right now? T-Bone? No, 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 no. T-Bone just sends files when I trim my beard. That's strictly (laughs) it. <laughs> Do, this so does T Bone have a better beard than yours, or does no. Sunrays have a better beard? Sunrays has got the beard. Yeah. Sunrays T-Bone's got the little, beard. T Bone's a little scraggly, but he tries his best. <laughs> Guys, this is phenomenal. All right, let's get into some music news. Let's Everybody's do favorite. <laughs> let's get into some music news. Um, so. I don't I this is going to impact us the the indie the indie artists probably pretty big I I, I would like to think so TikTok just inked a new deal uh, with Universal Music Group which is a global licensing deal which means is you know they're going to have all those artists that are under um, Universal Music Group and the umbrellas they're going to be on TikTok now so you can expect to have more celebrities um more TikTok more heavy hitting musicians on on TikTok taking your space you know um, yeah womp. so it's going to be a little bit harder to cut through all the noise um but if you guys remember in November you know TikTok moved pretty quick November of um 2020 they signed a deal with Sony Music Entertainment and then in December they signed a deal with Warner Music Group in, in uh sometime in December I don't know exactly when but 
the interesting thing about this, before Universal Music Group signed this deal with TikTok, they pulled their catalog. Mm. They pulled their catalog from TikTok's rival called Triller. Do you guys know what Triller is? No. It's, it's a social media app. It's just like TikTok, um, but it's based in America. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so, so, so they chose UMG rather pulled... to outsource. Right. That's so they pulled their entire catalog off of Trilla. So now you're not going to find any any of the artists over there from Universal Music on Trilla, anything like that. Um, so they did sign that huge global deal, right? And that is interesting. That's very interesting yeah, because. Yeah, dude. You right, just, uh, this... We were just talking about how, uh, you know, just a few months ago, Trump was talking about freaking banning him. Remember Thank that? You. So and now all because, of a sudden exactly. these big mega conglomerate money wielding corporations are doing that and not only that but they're choosing to outsource as well. There you this go. This is all pre-colluded. So this is something that that Takashi 69 said and I know you guys are rolling your eyes grinting your teeth at me bro cuz I talk about machine gun killing Takashi 69. So Takashi Six Nine. I like the things um, he says. I don't know if you guys remember, but when he released that song Gooba, right when he got out of jail from ratting, um, he released the song Gooba, and it it was supposed to be number one on the chart because if you look at the the statistics for YouTube, it was the most streamed song in a twenty four hour period. So then Takashi Six Nine went live, and he was like, he's like, this is all all rigged the whole music industry is rigged yep you you know what i mean so money 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 i'm i mean fair point but name me something that's not thank you (laughs) true point true true. you know it's all rigged. everything's rigged every everything is rigged especially (laughs) the people who are who are in power like like the elite the people with the money the education system you know stuff like that the people funding stuff are the yeah. ones that can actually make that decision, and we talked about that a few times, you yeah. know. So I guess one percent again, you know, right? There right. They are. So I see. You. It's almost for us, the indie artists. It's made for us to have an uphill climb, you know. Because I I've heard some phenomenal indie music. I heard some phenomenal indie music, and that music should that music <laughs> should be should be out over these other music like like that song we always bring it up that that song by Megan Thee Stallion um WAP WAP oh. like how how does that song beat out some of these other songs who are indie artists you know what i mean just because there's sex money sells. money funding it whatever sex sells but bro yeah, yeah yeah for sure but you know i'll go ahead and i'll leave i'll leave the uh you know, I'll, I'll leave the, the news article in the show notes. You guys can read it for yourself. But just so you know, you'll be going up against artists like Taylor Swift, Kanye West, um, uh-huh. Baby, which he's pretty big on TikTok, Lil Wayne and Rihanna. You know, those people. Prince is even on uh, Universal Music Group. His catalog is there. We're so beat. you guys have that, to, you know. So I just thought that was interesting. Um you know, I, there's a lot of music news going on right now, um, especially that one. Remember we, we talked about, um, oh gosh, what's, what's that country artist's name? Um, Waylon? Do Morgan, you guys you guys remember me? Morgan Wallen. Morgan yeah. Wallen. 
Yeah, so or Waylon or Waylon. So the crazy thing is about that. I kind of read up on the news, and I don't want to get political on, on this, but everybody pulled their catalog except for Spotify. Spotify actually redubbed his <laughs> his album. Yeah. So I just found that very interesting, you know. So I I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's it's good for uh, Mr. Wallin, but I, I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means politically or what it means um, musically. I have I, no idea. I know what that means. Uh, I mean, I have my idea of what that means. That shows me that Spotify has become a corporate giant, but they're not playing nice with the other corporate giants. So the corporate giants no, not. are fighting them because it, it's a freaking monopoly game. They're friends with their friends, who's their friend, and that's why you hear that music. So Spotify is trying yeah. to make him an exclusive Spotify artist so that they can make that revenue that they're missing from their competitors and have it locked. It's like job security. It's like, oh, you're going to come buy this hamburger. You know what I mean? It's just a way to make you funnel to Spotify. I'm a, right. I'm a little mad at you right now, Spotify. I just dropped a new song. <laughs> I went to it the other day. I got three ads and I went to a Taylor Swift song. So we're about to fight Spotify. Right. But that's There's collusion. Just like Tim said, just like Tim said, man, it, it everything's rigged. I mean, no 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 matter what you sit in power for long enough, you know what I mean? You it, it's it's eventually going to happen. I I don't know if that's if that's human um, you know, uh, characteristics of human beings. You know, or if that's just certain people, or maybe that's perhaps you lose your path bro. on the way. That's capitalism. Yeah. The, the way our society is going with capitalism. Sorry not to take it all political. You said you no, didn't no, no, want no, to be political. No, it's fine, man. You strikes a nerve, <laughs> you know? No, capitalism is great until, until it's rigged. Mm-hmm. Say, say that again? I said capitalism is great until it's rigged. Until oh, it's yeah. rigged. Yeah, it, it, it yeah, was a I mean, great capitalism's idea. supposed to allow allow everybody to to have a chance, you know? Mm-hmm. Have a to, piece of the to pie. become well yeah, wealthy or, or you know, work hard and that but then, you know, when we're when it's rigged and you know, you're taxed to death for Of course. Yeah, it's just you know, everything becomes um like like uh, Tim said, everything becomes rigged and everything becomes not what it was intended to be. Right. True that. But anyways, true that. You know, and, and it's and it's crazy to, for me, it, it would be crazy to to hear somebody say, "Oh, I want to be a musician," you know, just because I I know, I know the path that they have ahead of them. It's it's a it's a long yeah. journey. It it's it can be difficult, but it's also very rewarding. You know what I mean? Um, but and, and I think that's why. You know this the system that we're in is uh, specifically on my point of view. It's made for us to lose. Yeah. Right. It's so other people it's can can win. win. And I don't know. I don't know if that's a true statement. This is just from my pers my perspective. My perspective, and you know I can't speak for anybody else, but I think that's why it's important to step away from whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're doing, and it is completely okay to focus on something else. You know, like for me, it would be um, going on a walk, you know, going on a walk, listening while I listen to music, 
while I listen to Gary's latest release, Ooh. End of the World, which is phenomenal, by the way. Thank you, bro. Yeah, you great know? song, man. Thank nice you. One. Thank you. Very nice. Listening Very nice. to that, you know, listening to Tim's music. Um, uh, my my favorite one, my favorite songs from yours, Tim, and we always said it before is um, smoking marijuana. It's yeah. it's a great song, Such dude. It's vibes. just very uplifting, you know. And Appreciate then it. Corby's catalog is phenomenal, dude. Like I love No Stress. That is one of my favorite yeah. songs, um, that I have from his catalog, and I love Thanks, listening man. to it. You, you know, know you speaking listen of to which, that to start your day, and like your day's gonna be pleasant. You're gonna start right. your day right. It's like you know, eating a good breakfast. You listen to some Corby. You listen to some. <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. That's Get a tagline, man. With, with your Kellogg's, you know, this you morning. are Peaceable, what you listen to. A good breakfast. Yes, you, you are, are what, what you listen, listen to. to. So listen to good vibes. That's why I don't really I do metal a lot of anymore. Machine Gun Kelly. Mm. I love Machine Gun Kelly. I love that album that he has, Tickets to My Downfall. I don't know, it's just something about relating to it, even though I've never experienced like 90% of the stuff he's talking about. He put his, he but put his I pain feel... into that album. That's yeah, because I, I, I got my own pains, my own struggles, right? Just as we all have our own journey, there are own, our own memories that aren't so pleasant, right? Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. think, I think it's important to reconnect with other people's music with other people's music you know because music music is something that's like you understand it when you hear it you know when when you hear the music you you feel what that that artist is saying and it becomes your song that's how i met yeah not only that man (laughs) what's that that's how I met Herman. He heard one song and was like, brother. And I was like, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yeah. The, the great thing about that is too, is when you said about that music becomes yours, like a lot of times a song, what it means to you is nothing what the artist intended it to right. be. Oh, He's right. talking about Very something true. completely different. Right. But, it's, but that's what's great about music, you know? That's, that's true. It's per, like you said, Corbis, um, what would you say? It's ver- music is very subjective, correct? Oh, yeah, man. And it's not only is it subjective, but it's subjective to to yourself at different times. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. depends on what you're, where you're at in life, what you're feeling that day. Yo, you know? I won't listen to anything I used to listen to. Like back in the day, the metal and the black metal and like the dark stuff. Oh, yeah, that's dark. Man. I used to love that stuff. I couldn't make it through the day without it. And now if I put it on, like my <laughs> whole day is wrecked right away. I'm mad at people. I'm mad at my job. You know what right. I mean? Like, I don't want that kind of vibe. So, like, right. you are what you eat. You are what you listen to. You are what you think. I like it. You got to like live the dream by just doing the dream. <laughs> right. <laughs> no matter what you do, it's moment, not correct? the dream unless it's the dream. You know what I mean? It's your just mind that makes it enjoy where you're at at the moment. Yeah. You can think any moment that it's a crappy moment or any moment that it's a good moment. Like That's uh, true. Tim said, draw a circle around yourself. Control what's in the, the there center. There yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah I, I saw this. I like that. Yeah, I saw this meme yesterday, as a matter of fact. And it, it's a little stupid meme, but it was, it was two people on a bus. And uh, it said, life is all how you, how you perceive it. Perception, One dude yeah. was like all miserable looking at the side of the map, like a side of a cliff. And it was just all gray and everything. And the other dude was looking at the other side where it was all valleys and green and right. beautiful. And he was all happy, you know. And it was the same person in the bus. It was just showing, you know, depends on what's, what you're looking at or how you feel is how you perceive right. things is, you know. Yep. 
your perception. No and it's, your it's true, man. Everybody. Absolutely. And the thing about it is everybody knows this dude. Everybody knows this, but we just get caught in our, well, we're our trained of negativity. And programmed to not think that it's yeah. true. It, there's disconnection sewn into every single thing in our society and our lives and our culture to keep us disconnected. You know, mm. and we make all these things, we make music, we make art, we make all these things to try to connect. But the only reason we're not connected is because we've been disconnected. Right. That's kind of why I've always been a, like against the grain type person. Mm-hmm. Even from like a young age, I've always been kind of a, if, if society says it, if, if it's perceived as cool, I'm kind of heading the other way type deal. You know, Same, it's just kind of how like I've, how like I've always rolled. So. And I think drunk. going... Going, going back to that too, like, and it's always been kind of a, a, a mission or not a mission, but like a message, like in the smoking song, I kind of say like, I'm going to take a deep dive into my soul when I smoke or whatever. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the greats, a lot of very, you know, philosophers, it, the inner, the inside was the biggest part of like knowing everything. You know what I mean? Yes. I think people are searching for so much information and they want to get all this outer information, but really you know most stuff right from yourself and that's where i try to tr- point people is to that nice tim and you you also goes t- it ties to everything you don't when you are in touch with that you're not as worried about likes and comments right. and because you're just kind of focused on your in a way you're just focused on yourself which you know you have to be conscious of other people too but right. the the gold's all on the inside so that's always going to be my message and i know it was marley's message and that's why I latch on to him your, so hard. Your inside reflects your outside. Yeah. Well, I'm a huge, huge believer in um, the law of attraction. Yes. And I don't think the law of attraction is some mystical thing where it's um, where things are just handed to you. I believe that how the law of attraction works is if as you're thinking about it and as you're wanting it and as you focus on it, that allows you as a person to start acting and putting yourself in the position to gain what you want or need. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's magic. Um, I think it's when people talk about the law of attraction, if people don't know what it is, you should check it out. I think, I assume depends you all on, know what that is, right? It depends on what your, your definition of magic is, honestly. Like most people well, have mean, all that bad connotations, but I think of music as magic, well, I don't think, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't think you can just lay in bed 24-7 for five years thinking about one thing and it's just going to arrive at your doorstep. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I mean. It's no, like uh, you I, thinking about it constantly. I've done research on, on the law of attraction subject, and you're absolutely right. Anybody who, you know, like the secret obviously didn't work for millions of people because it's missing 80% of it, and that 80% is the person. It's their input into the situation yeah. and their like Tim said, their internal feeling towards the situation. It's just like somebody on my Ooh. table for a Reiki healing. If they're like, this is crap, this is bogus, this doesn't exist, you didn't get healed and you just paid me 50 bucks. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and and what, what that, that's, that's, that goes to show you how powerful your mind is and yeah, how powerful yeah. the outlook that you have is. You know, you can either think everything's terrible or you can think everything's great. You know, it's up to you realistically. And, and that's where I think the everything. law of attraction comes into place, you know. Yeah, if you want to be a musician, um, you know, you can't just sit in your bed and for, you know, and then wake up, you know, after two years and then jump on the, you know, logic. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the power of the law of attraction put, makes you 
put yourself, get, you know, go do things, go learn how to play guitar, go learn how to do this, go, you know, and yeah, you just keep yeah. thinking about it, keep thinking about it. And then next thing you know, you have what you wanted and it's because your mind willed yourself to do mm-hmm. what you need to do to get where you need to get. You know what I'm saying? You went on an internal that, So I'm a huge believer in that. And that internal journey yeah. reflected out into your external world. Boom. Yeah. And you know, there's like, Boom. you know, it, using uh, Gary's tragedy there. I mean, uh, you know, I don't think you can think your way into healing cancer, but no, I think, yeah. but I think, but I think like you said, for healing though, like, I don't think you can just sit there and think your way into it, but I do think the, the, a mindset from what I've seen working in a hospital, a mindset is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. I've had people that I go into that have COVID and they're just scared out of their mind and they yeah. won't do anything. And it, it they're just, it, you, it's sad to say, man, but you just know, you're, you know that they're not going to make they're it. They're done. They're done. You know what I mean? And internally. yeah. It's yep. And then I so always remember sad. this one guy. Um, yeah, he was a big guy, had all the core comorbid- comorbidities and, uh, he had COVID and he was on a high level of, uh, support, not ventilated yet. And I walked in and I said, Hey man, how you doing? And he was like, Oh man, I'm great, man. I'm, I'm wonderful. And this guy had the most positive attitude, bro. And he was, he was not doing great. You know, and I didn't, I wasn't going to sit there and tell him, no, bro, you're not doing great. I was like, yo, you're doing, you know, doing good, man. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Dude, I swear, man, it was a weird, it was the craziest thing. Over a few days, that dude just got better Turned and that's around. not the norm. And mm-hmm. his, his, his positivity, dude, every, t- every day I walked in there, Hey man, how you doing? Oh man, I feel like a king. He literally told me that. I feel like a king. I feel great. In the meantime, he's like on huge, you know, really high support. And I'm like, well, that's great, dude. In my head, you know, I'm thinking, I'm oh, man, I'm really pulling for you, but that dude healed. Yeah. So what I'm yeah. saying is, is I don't think he wheeled it's himself him. to heal, but his, I think his attitude had a lot, had a lot to do with it. Yeah. I mean, you still, obviously me. you have a team of doctors working around the clock to try to do the thing, you know? I mean, there's only so much you can do with COVID. So honestly, it's a lot of it's on the person and the person's yeah. body, dude. And I think his positive attitude did have a, a did have a lot way to go. I don't, I'm not saying, I'm not retracting myself and saying that you can't, you can heal yourself with thinking, but I think the way you think has a lot to do with how your body reacts and how other things go and how you, what direction you take and all the other kind of stuff. Absolutely. And it's all in a big, a big combined thing, you know? And, and to add to, to that, since you said that, I just wanted to remind people that Reiki is, uh, you know, it, it, it still go to your doctor, follow your doctor's plan and routines. It's, it's an additional alternative therapy. It's not, <clears throat> separate from the medical field and you know i don't diagnose people so uh, <laughs> you know what i mean like don't, well if we want to yeah I'm, if we want to get into some of the stuff can here heal cancer but i have heard multiple cases wherein it has happened and those people had the right situation the right mindset the right care you know what i mean yeah, well, I mean, if we want to get into this kind of situation, I mean, I, I firmly believe that Eastern and Western medicine should, they should be combine one. more. They should be right. one, Yes, dude. because um, while you're saying you should see your doctor, that's great. And, and I'm, and I'm going to tell you from my side of the standpoint. But stand, their doctors should in, be um, seeing their energy doctors. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it or should. I think we should it. somehow – yeah, hopefully in our time we combine these type of things yeah. with naturalized medicine, naturalized thinking – uh, vibration plus westernized medicine because a lot of the westernized medicine is great. Don't get me wrong. People need some of the stuff we have. However, yeah. a lot of the stuff that we do, we're treating symptoms. That's yes. what we're doing. We're Not we're treating cause. a symptom to alleviate to alleviate something that is going wrong 
but that's not the whole picture. And we're just alleviating something to, tr- to give the body more time to heal. Yeah. But that being said, a lot of the times we give something to somebody um, that can help something, but then it causes two more things to go wrong. Yeah. You know? Like how for many, example, how many we times have this somebody pulled, uh, you know, cut cancer out of someone and they're in remission and it comes back, you know, like, cause that's the symptom, mm-hmm. not the source. Yeah. But we yeah, don't know yeah. what the so source I, I, is with me- Western medicine. Yeah. I hope one day a, we can combine it all. It's all sure. a money game though, you know, so I have a lot. It of, is definitely, they, 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 they want to treat the symptoms so it doesn't show. cure you. <laughs> If if you were cured, if you were cured, you wouldn't be going and buying more medicine. Yeah. So they have to kind exactly. of got, they got to keep you strung out. Exactly, man. And that's a sad thing too because uh, there's nobody that I've seen in the hospital that has well, not nobody. I can't say that there is there is some people that have monetary gains to doing certain things. However, there's nobody sitting there going, "Yeah, I don't want to cure this guy so he can come back." You know. Yeah, 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 no doubt, no doubt. I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't. Yeah, mean it. Oh no, no, no. It, I, I know you didn't, Tim. But the sad thing is, no, no, no. It's but things that are no, it's not. Hands, and, you know. Yeah, and I wasn't getting that. I, I knew what you mean, Tim. But what I was saying, it's sad because you have all these people on one side trying to help, and then you have, like you said, Tim, on the other side, who the, all they're worried about is mass manufacturing, right? Um, once symptom again, relievers, ninety-nine or the one percent. Yeah. Once again. <laughs> Yep, and all we can do is provide those symptom relievers because that's all we know about right now. Yeah, and it's sad, dude. Yep, yep. Because you know no we, we don't really look at the the eastern, you know, the, yeah. the, the eastern it's, healing. Bro, the uh, Asians must be doing something right, right? Yeah. Don't they have the longest lifespan? Yeah, For sure. Well, the Greeks too. The Greeks, yeah. absolutely. You know, absolutely. I I actually I I believe in that stuff, man. Because um, when I was in the hospital, I. I could feel myself dying. Like as soon as I woke up, I could just feel myself dying. And it's almost to a point where there's so much pain. You just want to let go. You know what I mean? Just let go. And then, you know, my my wife would call me and then she put my daughter on the phone and then she would play music together. Like she play our music, like our wedding song. She would play it, Um, you know, and songs that I've written for her uh, Mm -hmm. or that I've written. And then... um, I just remember the the doctor coming in and and telling me he goes hey man you know you can't leave out of here until you can walk and dude oh. you know I I've been laid up for quite a bit so I couldn't really walk so in my mind I was like you know dude I'm gonna get out of here and then I, I I'm not, I'm not really sure of the time frame because I didn't really have I wasn't really looking at the clock or whatever but I was in there I was in the ICU for your for a few days and I remember uh, they transferred me to the telemetry and then as soon as the t- telemetry I asked the doctor say hey so this is a good thing right he goes yeah yeah it's a good thing you, you're you out of the ICU you're in telemetry we're going to monitor you for a couple days oh my gosh dang it for a couple days can I get out of at here that moment, <laughs> at that moment I told myself I was like you know what dude I'm going to will myself out of here the doctor came back in and he looked at all my vitals even the, the respiratory therapist uh, the guy like what Corby does came in there checked on my vitals and they all said hmm you're actually doing a lot better you're going to be able to leave today if you keep going up and up and i actually left i think i i went in there on on i want to say i went in there like on a thursday and then i left the friday morning so that was awesome for me dude so i basically cut my 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 time in the telemetry in half like i i all i want to do was go home and i remember uh the the physical therapist 
coming to help me walk around like I could barely walk, dude. I was limping. I it was the hardest thing that I had to do. And and I remember he took me around the telemetry, which is like a big block, right? And then he opened up this door which led to like uh upstairs. It was like like an outer door, I I guess, led to a staircase. He goes, You gotta climb this. I was I was like, Oh man. He goes, You can't get out of here until you climb it. Dude, oh, that I I that walked up those hard. stairs, man. It was hard, but you know, I, and this is the, the point is, the point is, I, I I agree, man. Your your mind is super powerful, you know. And to tie this into this to this episode, to tie this in, um, yeah, you have to fight for what you want. Like, if you want an outstanding career in music, you can't beat yourself down and start looking like you said, like Tim said, start looking at your your competition. Your own competition is you. Yeah. You your mm-hmm. own competition. You're always your you know, own competition in every avenue of Get life. in there, enjoy your job, enjoy your life. You only have one life. Enjoy the Live body it. that you have. Live your life to the fullest. Be happy. If you do not feel like making music today, don't make music today. Go outside, go ride your bike, go watch anime with your kid. In fact, as soon as we are done with this episode, I'm going to go watch anime with my kid because that's nice. what me and my daughter, we do. We watch anime together and, and we just hang out. We, we go in the garage and we skate. Nice. Well, she skates. I can't skate. And <laughs> if you want to hear a song about it, it's called Love Life by Peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> Permit, I got a question for you before we segue too yeah. far from the whole spiritual thing. Now, when Herman yeah, had, had that crazy experience where he almost died, and the experience he just told us about, um, afterwards, I was sending you Reiki energy for like an entire month. I was doing distance healing. What was your oh, experience yeah. with that? Okay, so it was weird. Like, so I would call Corby because Corby's, uh, Corby's a respiratory therapist. I was, I was like, Corby, I feel like I have a ball. On inside my lungs, Corby. Do you remember me asking you all that stuff? Remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we had a lot of conversations. I don't remember. Specifically I was. I just. What I was. I was so freaked out. You know what I mean? He was like. He's like. It's yeah, that's, okay. That's very common. Yeah. He goes. You had a tube down your throat. You know what I mean? You're gonna feel that. Feel like a little ball in your lungs. Oh. You're gonna. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. I would breathe, and I was like, Corby, I can't even take a deep breath. It hurts, bro. So then I would also text Gary. I was like, Gary, man, I'm, I'm struggling. Like, my, my lungs hurt. And then the weirdest thing, bro, I, I remember it was about 5, uh, it was about 5 a.m. On, on my time. I, I get up pretty early. Yeah, like You know, I just walk around my house. I was doing yeah. my morning meditation. I was already in the space to do Reiki. And mm-hmm. I was practicing for myself. And I just tuned into him. And, and then my, the pain that I had in my lung, it, it, it died down at a certain time you know it, it, it was funny and then gary texted me he goes hey bro i sent you a ricky uh, a, a ricky ball. <laughs> and i'm like i'm like was this at five o'clock he's like yeah 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 well it was eight o'clock my time i'm like i was like holy crap bro because i instant i felt it. it it was like a like a ball had hit me and like absorbed the pain in my i, I think it was on my left lung That's my exactly- my left lung and took it out that's exactly what my intention was. I'm over here in Pennsylvania in my house doing my morning meditation, and Herman's totally unaware that I'm forming a ball of light in my head and intoning his name into it and then sending it out to him. And that's exactly what he felt was a ball hit his chest, and that's exactly what I sent was a ball. 
Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. I I, I remember wow. that man. That was. That was crazy. I, I, dude, I would, I would text Corby like I would text him like, like eight times within the hours. Of, hey man, I, I got a new pain. I got a new pain. Yeah. <laughs> dude, like, hey Corb, what does this mean? And I just, dude, I was just panicked. I, I didn't, you know, <laughs> it was, oh man, it was. What what an experience, bro. Man, that's super common, man. Every everybody who goes through something like you went through, pretty mm-hmm. much has the same type of reactions after that. Cause I've obviously you don't want it to happen again, dude. And then you don't oh, know yeah. why it happened. And it's just, it's, it's just terrifying. Ugh. Yeah. It was terrifying, dude. But sounds, sounds terrifying for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's no um, good, man. I had two near death experiences like that when I was younger. It's no good, bro. When you die, you know, you yeah. die. And when you come back, you know, you died. <laughs> you know, you done did. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, oh my god, that's what's over there? Whatever it is you saw or felt, you know now. Womp womp. Right. Put well, it in your music. <laughs> I, I, Guys, I, this was feeling. a great episode. I want to thank... Yeah, we went all, all over the our... place. <laughs> no, but it was good. It, it's good to change it up, you know? I, I think a lot of stuff that we talked about is something that I wish somebody would told me that it was completely okay to stop writing music for a few days, you know. Um, but yeah, guys, I, I really enjoyed this episode with you guys. To all the fans, the listeners, uh, guys, thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, we do appreciate it. We love you guys. We do see you. Um, yeah. You guys have anything else to add? No, no. Good episode. Yeah, good episode. Good, I'm glad we touched very, on very some different. stuff. Sorry we didn't talk about enough music, but it, we did also talk about music, so it was there. <laughs> we, <Yeah>. did. <laughs> we did. And all we of did. this it's was related. Yeah, I mean, it was related to music, so you're good. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, until next time. Catch Peace. you next time. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Yeah. Take care. Follow.